Good evening, everyone. Today, I'm going to be talking about Aldo. Aldo is an official of the Mechizer Priesthood. It is also used as letter title for male missionaries or general authorities of the church. Elders have authority to bestow the gift of the Holy Ghost by laying on of hands and to give priesthood blessings. Uh, this is Doctrine Covenants 20, uh, section 20, verse 38 and 84. It says, The duty of an elder priest, teacher, deacon, and members of the Church of Jesus Christ and apostles and elders and it, it and it is his calling to baptize, and and, and to order other elders, priests, teachers, and deacons, and to administer bread and wine to the remembrance of the flesh and blood of Christ, and to confirm those who are baptized into the church by laying of our hands for the baptism of fire and the Holy Ghost, according to the scriptures, and to teach, expand, and exhort, baptize, and watch over the church, and to confirm the church by laying on of hands and the giving, giving the Holy Ghost, giving the, of the Holy Ghost, and to take the lead of all meetings. The elder are to conduct the meeting as they are led by the Holy Ghost, according to the commandment and revelation of God. The priest's duty is to preach, teach, expand, and exalt, and baptize, and administer the sacrament, and visit the house of each member and exhort them to pray valid and sacred and attend to all family duties. And he that he may also ordain the priests, teachers, and deacons, and and he is taken to the lead of meeting when there is no elder presiding. But when there is an elder presiding, he is only to preach, teach, and exhort, expand, and exhort, and baptize. And they visit the house of each member, exhort them to pray valiantly and sacred and attend the all family duties. And these duties, the priest to assist the elder of occurring required, occasion required. The teacher's duties to, to watch over the church always and with strengthen them. And and see there is no inquiry to lead to the in church, neither hundred hundreds with each other, neither laying back, back tending, nor evil speaking. And see the church meetings to get, uh, together often, and also see the, all the members of do their duty. And he is to take the lead of meeting, and absent of the elder or priest, and is to administer Assist always in all the duties in the church by the deacon invocation and choir. By neither teachers nor deacons have their thirty to baptize and minister sacrament or laying on hands. They are, however, to warn, expert, exhort, and teach and invite all to come unto Christ. 
Every other priest, teacher, or deacon to be bat or be ordained according to the gift of call, calling of God unto him, and he is to be admitted ordained by the power of the Holy Ghost, which is in the one who is ordained him. The Savior elders compares the Church of Christ or in or into meeting confirms once in three months or from time to time, and said confirm. And shall direct or point, and said confront all to do whatever church business is necessary to be done at the time. The elders are to receive the license license from the elders of the elders by voting of the church to which they belong or from the conference. Each priest, teacher, or deacon who is ordained by a priest may be taken comfort from the him, and at the time which confirmed what's presented to an elder, shall enter him to a license which authorize him to perform the duties of his calling, or he may receive it from the conference. No priest to be ordained to any other office to the church will Though a regular organization branched from the same without the vote of the church, but the presiding elder, traveling bishop, high council, high priest, and elder may have the privilege of ordinance where there is no branch of the church to vote may be called. If you want to read the rest, you can keep going if you want to in Dr. Cummins. Dr. Kenneth 1444 says, And the elder of the church, two or more shall be called, and shall pray for the laying of their hands upon them in the name, and if they die, they shall die unto me. And if they they leave, die shall live unto me. Dr. Kenneth 462 says, And notwithstanding those things which are written, it also be been given to the elders of my church from the beginning and every shall be to contend all meetings and as they are directed and guided by the Holy Spirit. Don Conrad seventy five two three five it says it says Hearken all ye who have given your names to go forth to proselyte my gospel and to print on my my virtues. Three, behold, I say unto you that it is my will that ye should go forth to tarry, neither be idle, but labor with your might. And four, lift up your voice as with the sound of the trump, proclaiming the truth according to the revelation and commandments which I have given you. And five, and thus if ye are faithful, ye shall be led with my servants and covered with honor and glory and immortality and eternal life. And Don Cummins 107, 7-12, it says, The office of an elder comes unto the priest of Melchizedek, and the Melchizedek priest holds the right of presiding and his power and authority over all the office in the church and all ages of the world to administer in spiritual things. The priest of the high priesthood offers the order of the Melchizedek have a right to offer in all the offers in the church.
high priest after the order of the makers priest to have right to offer it in their own standing under the direction of the priesthood and administering spiritual things and also the office of the elder priest of the Le- Levitic order teaching deacon and members an elder has right to officer in the, his sight when the high priest is no priest. The high priest and elders are administered spiritual things, agreeing both the covenants and the commandment of the church, and they have the right to official in all these offices for the church when there are no higher authorities presiding. And then Doctrine Covenants 133, 7-9, it says, Yea, really I say unto you again that the time has come when the voice of the Lord is unto you. Go ye out of the Babylon and gather you you gather gather ye out of among the nations from the four world from no end of heaven to the others. And send forth out of my church unto the nations which are after of unto the islands of the sea, and forth unto forgiven land, call upon all nations, first upon the Gentiles, and then upon the Jews. And behold, lo, this shall be the cry, and the voice of the Lord unto all people. Go ye forth unto the land of Zion, that the borders of my people may be equal, and and they be her stakes, in England, and that house stakes may be strengthened, and the Zion may go forth unto righteousness around about. Um, I'm going to uh, do a video. This is what what every other should know, and every sister as well, by President Board K. Packard. Then I'll talk about it. This is um, November 1994. Mm. If you want to read that, that's in, uh, in Zion, 1994. Oh, here we go. This is the priesthood poem. Uh, this is Be Your Best Self by President Thomas S. Melanson, April 2009, Journal Conference. Let me if I. Be. Be your best, be your best self by President Thomas Anthony My dear beloved brethren of the priesthood, assembled here in this full conference center and in locations throughout the world, I'm humbled by the responsibility which is mine to address you. I endorse those messages which have already been presented and express to each of you my sincere love as well as my appreciation for your faith and your devotion. Brethren, our responsibilities as bearers of the priesthood are most significant 
as outlined in the Doctrine and Covenants, the power and authority of the higher or Melchizedek priesthood is to hold the keys of all the spiritual blessings of the church. And further, the power and authority of the lesser or Aaronic priesthood is to hold the keys of the ministering of angels and to administer in outward ordinances the letter of the gospel, the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, agreeable to the covenants and commandments. What a charge. In 1958, Elder Harold B. Lee, who later served as the 11th president of the church, described the priesthood as the Lord's troops against the forces of evil. Close quote. President John Taylor stated that the power manifested by the priesthood is simply the power of God. These stirring declarations from prophets of God help us to understand that each man and each boy who holds the priesthood of God must be worthy of that great privilege and responsibility. Each must strive to learn his duty and then to do it to the best of his ability. And as we do so, we provide the means by which our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, can accomplish their work here upon the earth. It is we who are their representatives here. In the world today, we face difficulties and challenges, some of which can seem truly daunting. However, with God on our side, we cannot fail. As we bear his holy priesthood worthily, we will be victorious. Now to you who hold the ironic priesthood, may I say that I sincerely hope each of you is aware of the significance of your priesthood ordination. Yours is a vital role in the life of every member of your ward as you participate in the administration and passing of the sacrament each Sunday. I have the privilege to serve as the secretary of my deacon's quorum. I recall the many assignments we members of that quorum had the opportunity to fill. Passing the sacred sacrament, collecting the monthly fast offerings, and looking after one another come readily to mind. The most frightening one, however, happened at the leadership session of our ward conference. The member of our stake presidency presiding called on a number of the ward officers to speak. They did so. Then, without the slightest warning, he stood and said, we will now call on one of our younger ward officers, Thomas S. Monson, Secretary of the Deacon's Quorum, to give us an accounting of his service and to bear his testimony. I don't remember a single thing I said, <laughs> but I've never forgotten the experience or the lesson that it taught me. It was the Apostle Peter who said, be ready always to give every man that asketh you a reason for the hope that is in you. In an earlier generation, the Lord gave this promise to holders of the priesthood. 
I will go before your face. I will be on your right hand and on your left. And my spirit shall be in your hearts. And mine angels round about you to bear you up. This is not a time for fear, brethren, but rather a time for faith. A time for each of us who holds the priesthood to be his best self. Although our journey through mortality will at times place us in harm's way, may I offer you tonight three suggestions which, when observed and followed, will lead us to safety. They are study diligently, pray fervently, and live righteously. These suggestions are not new. They've been taught and repeated again and again. If we incorporate them into our lives, however, we will have the strength to withstand the adversary. Should we ignore them, we will be opening the door for Satan to have influence and power over us. First, study diligently. Every holder of the priesthood should participate in daily scripture study. Crash courses are not nearly so effective as the day-to-day -day reading and application of the scriptures in our lives. Become acquainted with the lessons the scriptures teach. Learn the background and setting of the master's parables and the prophet's admonitions. Study them as though they were speaking to you, for such is the truth. The prophet Lehi and his son Nephi were shown in vision the importance of obtaining and then holding fast to the word of God. Concerning the rod of iron shown him, Nephi said this to his disbelieving brothers, Laman and Lemuel, and I said unto them that the rod was the word of God, and whoso would hearken unto the word of God and would hold fast unto it, they would never perish. Neither could the temptations and the fiery darts of the adversary overpower them unto blindness to lead them away to destruction. Wherefore, I, Nephi, did exhort them to give heed unto the word of God. Yea, I did exhort them with all the energies of my soul and with all the faculty which I possessed that they would give heed to the word of God and remember to keep his commandments always in all things. I promise you, whether you hold the Aaronic or the Melchizedek priesthood, that if you will study the scriptures diligently, your power to avoid temptation and to receive direction of the Holy Ghost in all you do will be increased. Second, pray fervently. With God, all things are possible. Men of the Aaronic priesthood, men of the Melchizedek priesthood, remember the prayer of the prophet Joseph offered in that grove called sacred. Look around you and see the result of that answered prayer. Adam prayed 
Jesus prayed. We know the outcome of their prayers. He who notes the fall of a sparrow surely hears the pleadings of our hearts. Remember the promise. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. To those within the sound of my voice who are struggling with challenges and difficulties, large and small, prayer is the provider of spiritual strength. It is the passport to peace. Prayer is the means by which we approach our Father in heaven who loves us. Speak to him in prayer and then listen for the answer. Miracles are wrought through prayer. Sister Daisy Ogando lives in New York City, home to more than 8 million people. Some years ago, Sister Ogando met with the missionaries was taught the gospel. Gradually, she and the missionaries lost contact. Time passed. Then in 2007, the principles of the gospel she'd been taught by the missionaries stirred within her heart. One day while getting into a taxi, Daisy saw the missionaries at a distance, but she was unable to make contact with them before they disappeared from view. She prayed fervently to our Heavenly Father and promised him that if he would somehow direct the missionaries to her once again, she would open her door to them. She returned home that day with faith in her heart that God would hear and answer her prayer. In the meantime, two young missionaries who had been sincerely praying and working to find people to teach, were one day examining the tracting records of missionaries who had previously served in their area. As they did so, they came across the name of Daisy Ogando. When they approached her apartment the very afternoon that Sister Ogando offered that simple but fervent prayer, she opened the door and said those words that are music to every missionary who has ever heard them. Elders, come in. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Two fervent prayers were answered. Contact was reestablished. Missionary lessons were taught. And arrangements were made for Daisy and her son Eddie to be baptized. Remember to pray fervently. My final suggestion, my brethren, live righteously. Isaiah, that great prophet of the Old Testament, gave this stirring charge to holders of the priesthood. Touch no unclean thing. Be ye clean that bear the vessels of the Lord. That's about as straight as it could be given. Holders of the priesthood may not necessarily be eloquent in their speech. They may not hold advanced degrees in difficult fields of study. They may very well be men of humble means. 
But God is no respecter of persons, and he will sustain his servants in righteousness as they avoid the evils of our day and live lives of virtue and purity. May I illustrate? Some 900 miles north of Salt Lake City is the beautiful city of Calgary, Alberta, Canada, home of the famous Calgary Stampede, one of Canada's largest annual events and the world's largest outdoor rodeo. The 10-day event features a rodeo competition, exhibits, agricultural competitions, and chuck wagon races. The Stampede Parade, which occurs on opening day, is one of the festival's oldest and largest traditions. The parade follows a nearly three-mile route in downtown Calgary, with attendance reaching 350,000 spectators, many dressed in Western attire. Several years ago, a marching band from a large high school in Utah had auditioned for they had received one of the coveted entries to march in the Calgary Stampede Parade. Months of fundraising, early morning practices, up and down the streets, and other preparations were undertaken in order for the band to travel to Calgary and participate in the parade, where one band would be selected to receive the first place honor. Finally, the day for departure arrived, with the eager students and their leaders boarding the buses and heading north for the long journey to Calgary. While en route, the caravan stopped in Cardston, Alberta, Canada, where the group remained for an overnight stay. The local Relief Society sisters there prepared sack lunches for the band members to enjoy before departing again. Brad, one of the band members, who was a priest in the Aaronic Priesthood, was not hungry and decided to keep his lunch until later. Brad liked to sit in the back of the bus, and he took his usual seat there in preparation for the remainder of the journey to Calgary. He tossed his sack lunch on the shelf behind the last row of seats. There the lunch sat by the rear window as the July afternoon sun shone through. <laughs> Unfortunately, the sack lunch contained an egg salad sandwich. For those of you who don't understand the significance of this, may I just say that egg salad must be refrigerated. If it is not, and if it is subjected to high heat, such as that which would be produced by the sun, beating through a bus window on a sunny day, it becomes a rather efficient incubator for various strains of bacteria that can result in what may commonly be referred to as food poisoning. Sometime before arriving in Calgary, Brad grew hungry. Remembering the sack lunch, he gulped down the egg salad sandwich. As the buses arrived in Calgary and drove around the city, the members of the band grew excited, all except for Brad. <laughs> Unfortunately, all that he grew within him were severe stomach pains and other discomforts associated with food poisoning. You know what they are. 
Upon arriving at the destination, the band members exited the bus. Brad, however, did not. Although he knew his fellow band members were counting on him to play his drum in the parade the following morning, Brad was doubled over in pain and was too sick to leave the bus. Providentially for him, two of his friends, Steve and Mike, who'd recently graduated from high school and who had also recently been ordained to the office of elder in the Melchizedek priesthood, found that Brad was missing and decided to look for him. Finding Brad in the rear of the bus and learning what the problem was, Steve and Mike felt helpless. Finally, it occurred to them that they were elders and held the power of the Melchizedek priesthood to bless the sick. Despite their total lack of experience in giving a priesthood blessing, these two new elders had faith in the power they held. They laid their hands on Bram's head and invoking the authority of the Melchizedek priesthood in the name of Jesus Christ, uttered the simple words to bless Brad to be made well. From that moment, Brad's symptoms were completely gone. The next morning, he took his place with the rest of the band members and proudly marched down the streets of Calgary. The band received first place honors and the coveted blue ribbon. Far more important, however, was the two young, inexperienced, but worthy priesthood holders had answered the call to represent the Lord in serving their fellow man. When it was necessary for them to exercise their priesthood in behalf of one who was desperately in need of their help, they were able to respond because they lived their lives righteously. Brethren, are we prepared for our journey through life? Think of the question. The pathway can at times be difficult. Chart your course. Be cautious and determine to study diligently, pray fervently, and live righteously. Let us never despair, for the work in which we are engaged is the work of the Lord. It has been said, the Lord shapes the back to bear the burden placed upon it. The strength which we earnestly seek in order to meet the challenges of a complex and changing world can be ours when with fortitude and resolute courage we stand and declare with Joshua, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. To this divine truth I testify and do so in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Best Self by President Thomas S. Monson. That was the April 2009 General Conference. I'm grateful to have the elder ordained as an elder 
in the Mecca of priesthood. It's an amazing thing to have. Um, it's a better calling you can ever have in your whole life. I've served a mission for two years, and my name is Elder Peace. And I was one of the best, best two years ever to teach the gospel um, to people who need the gospel in their life, who need it to understand Jesus Christ loves you so much. And come home and go to Elder's Come every Sunday, every other Sunday we go to Elder's Come to listen more about Jesus Christ and how much he loves us. As an elder, you can do, like President Monson was saying, you can um, give out blessings to people who are sick and afflicted. Or this a regular priest of blessing that who needs guidance, what to do in their life, what he needs to help with other people. Um, I've gotten a lot of blessings, and it's one of the best things I can ever do. It helps me be a better person. When you are an elder, you uh, you try to be best as much as, as you can. Try to be good as you can be. Try to be honest with other people. Elders is amazing in the church. It helps you to become a better person, like I just said, and try to find people who need the gospel. What he's done on this earth to teach the gospel, to bring back Zion, to bring back people who need help, bring back people who need the guidance to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I've seen that every day when I was on my mission. I've seen the light. When you teach the gospel, you see it starts seeing the light in people's eyes. You just see it, and it's amazing. And then when you get home of your mission, you still an elder, you become a better person. You try to be much, try to be good as you can be. Try to find people who need the gospel and try to help other people. Um, we're here down this earth to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to other people. Um, try to um, uphold your elder in the Melchizedek priesthood. Try to be worthy at all time and all cost. When you do that, you'll be blessed. Your family will be blessed. You, um, um, you'll be blessed personally. I've been blessed throughout my whole life. I try to strive to strive to be pure and hot and try to be best as I can. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. But try to be perfect like Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ was amazing. He taught so many people. Didn't matter who they were, what their ethnic background was. Um, he taught them so much. He loved them so much. He was a true elder of the because of priesthood. Please, please strive to be a better elder. And every time, try to be better. I promise that when you uh, try to do as best as you can, read the scriptures every day. Um, when I read the scriptures, it brings me a better light of Jesus Christ. It makes me understand how much he loves us, how much you can gain a better knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When I read the scriptures, I've learned that through the scriptures, Jesus Christ was there for us. Through the scriptures, you're there to help other people. Through the scriptures, you become more happier and more be a, become a better person through the scriptures. The Book of Mormon and the Bible combined brings a better person in yourself and other people. 
please study the scripture every single day. You become a better, you get a better testimony of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ loves you so much that he died on the cross for us. Try to be better. I promise that when you try to do better as much as you can, you'll be blessed. Your family will be blessed. Um, you'll get blessings from heaven. The doors will open so much. I promise that when you do that, you'll be blessed. Um, I love you. I hope you have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.